You've been listening to another episode of Women in Electronics right here in Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net. Well, here we are again today with another episode of Women in Electronics Leader in Highlight Radio Program. So we are here for part two um, with our guests. Well, first of all, welcome back, uh, Debbie Conyers from ECIA. Thanks, Jackie. Nice to be here. Well, thank you for joining us. And then we have added uh, to the party today, Stephanie Tierney. Thank you for being here, Stephanie. Thank you for having me, Jackie. All right. Well, so excited uh, that you are both here today. And I wanted to have you both on because I just think it's just this really nice segue and the really nice handoff between Debbie and Stephanie. We've got, you know, so much experience um, in the industry with Debbie and, and turning things over to you, Stephanie, it's kind of uh, bittersweet. Uh, we're so happy to have you coming on board, but it's bitter because Debbie, I'm I'm still sad, you know, that you're retiring. But um, circling back around um, in part one, uh, Debbie, we talked about your history in ECIA with being uh, the VP of member engagement, the foundation work you've done with Pace, um, your passion for the first robotics. Um, and really, you talked a lot about the relationship building and how this industry is just super generous. And, and it's been a really incredible place to be um, for all these years. So really segueing from there and now bringing Stephanie into the mix. Um, one of the things, Stephanie, that I wanted to talk to you about was, you know, based on what Debbie described and what her passions have been and what her experience has been in the industry. Where do you see yourself now coming into this position? Um, looks like you're director of marketing and member engagement. So a lot of same duties, but some different. So where is it that you plan on kind of taking the ball and running with it? Sure. So I have to say it's been really wonderful working with Debbie the last few months. Um, you know, she's a wealth of knowledge in the industry, of course, and uh really just a good person. So I really enjoyed working with her. And I think that, um, you know, she and I have a lot of similar views. And so we've really kind of hit it off in that aspect. So I'm actually going to miss her quite a bit too when she's retiring. Um, but, you know, it's been so great because every time I say like, I'm following in your footsteps or I'm filling your shoes, she's always like, no, no, that's not what you're doing. You're going to make this your own. So she's really so supportive. Everybody at ECI has been so supportive and I really appreciate that because it kind of gives me the confidence moving forward, you know, to do what I have to do as well. And I think a lot of that is, you know, kind of the member engagement part of it. You know, I had been in the industry before. I do know many of the people, but even in the short time that I've, you know, been here at ECIA since August, I have met so many more people. I have learned uh, so many more things about the industry. And so I think taking that member engagement and really um, trying to get to know every single one of our members and um, hopefully getting to meet them in person. I think that's kind of be the, the first goal, at least I have. Mm. And, you know, kind of making my own groove as we go. Right. Any thoughts on that, Debbie? Any words of wisdom as Stephanie's uh, talking about building relationships uh, one person at a time, probably? Uh, any thoughts? I, you know, she's doing a terrific job and I, it's exciting because uh, what Stephanie brings to the table is a, a much stronger marketing 
background than I had, and she can bring it into this, you know, century of marketing. There's just so many tools out there now that we can take advantage of and and bring ECIA's uh, information and all the the value that we bring. It's easier to get and reach out to our members, and and she's going to, again, like she said, she's going to make it her own and do things differently, and that's exciting. You know, that's that's why she was hired. <laughs> right. And really, Stephanie, one thing I wanted to ask you about is how is it that you ended up here? Um, we know that you were at ERA, which is another industry association. We talked about it in our prior part one, the difference between ERA and ECIA. Um, so you left the industry for a little while to go pursue some other avenues, and now here you're back. It's like, you know, this is what happens when people, when they enter our industry, it's like somehow we always pull you back. Um, but anyway, so what is it, how did you even get into the industry in the first place? And why is it that you're here now back again? Yeah. So, you know, my background is in marketing and public relations, even right out of college. That's what I was doing. And when I first started having kids and, you know, I became a mom, I wanted to take a little bit of a part-time role for a little bit while I had the really little babies and so on. And Tess Hill, who was, you know, who's now retired at ERA, she brought me in part-time and I was doing a lot of social media marketing and chapter management at the time. And it was a great role for a mom, you know, at the time when I was taking care of little babies up at all hours of the night. And it was, you know, something that was kind of, I could make my own at my own time and so on. Um, My kids are growing, they're off to school. And so I kind of decided to take another route. And I went with an association management firm for a little while. And it just so happened that I was, you know, crossing paths with Debbie, of course, again, on LinkedIn, I knew Debbie, we had chatted at conferences and so on. And she had mentioned her retirement and had posted about the new job description, we got to talking. And we both kind of agreed that it was something that I should look into for sure. And so, you know, I did, I looked into it. I, I thought pretty confidently about it. And to your point, it's one of the, those industries that, you know, you, you kind of do fall back into it. I had missed some of those relationships and all the connections that I had met and the idea of being back, you know, it, it felt, um, you know, a little bit like home because I had been there before and I really enjoyed the industry and all of the people. And um, I think it was the right decision. Mm. Well, we're glad you're here, Stephanie. You know, it's interesting because you said, you know, home. I think a lot of people do find their place to call home in the industry. It is because of the relationships um, that really keeps you here. Um, And then you mentioned flexibility. I think that's pretty critical because we're talking to a lot of people, especially right now, our industry is facing like a talent crisis where we're, we're trying to get a lot of youth in. Um, but whether you're in an association or whether you're in the channel, whatever it might be, that flexibility you mentioned is so critical. And look how we have this, um, you know, qualified person that we're able to utilize because of the flexibility, right? Is that you were given that flexibility and now here you are. So really important for a lot of working moms to, you know, know that there's companies out there that will support the flexibility. We all need that at certain stages of our, of our life. So we're here in this women in electronics podcast. So how is it that, so we know that what your plans are moving forward or to kind of pick up on a lot of what Debbie was doing, but then make things your own in a little bit um, with all your marketing background and all the things that you can do. 
uh, for ECIA. But how is it that you see women in electronics ties in to this whole mix in the industry? What are your thoughts about that? And and just what are some of your ideas uh, moving forward of how we could all align? Well, I think, Jackie, one of the great things that I learned from you, actually, was how you had said, and you say it all the time, and I love it, how Women in Electronics is not a divisive organization. It's really about bringing everybody together and kind of that harmony. And I think what we has done in the industry is so inspiring. And I love attending the events. I really want to get more involved uh, with you and uh, attending whatever I can, to be honest. So I think um, just bringing everybody together and that camaraderie that we provides uh, is critical. And I'm happy to be a part of it. Mm, thank you. And Debbie, you know, you are a founding board member, advisory board member. I'll never forget that first conference, you know, in Laguna. That was, it's such a now a special memory, right? Of all of us uh, coming together. Uh, you might just want to just kind of reflect on that real quick. Cause I, I, re- I came across a picture the other day of all of us and it was just like kind of brought a tear to my eye. That was actually a special time, I think. It was an amazing time. I mean, it really did open my eyes to um, just the different roles that women played within the industry. I think I've said before that I I knew some women, but I I really, when I'm at an event, I'm busy working. You know, it's like busy work and not able to really meet and interact with many people. So that was a chance for what, two days to really sit down and talk with some of the women that I'd seen their names before and learn about what they do and what their concerns were. I think the biggest takeaway for me for that weekend, Jackie, and I think you agree with me on this was that was kind of at the beginning of the Me Too movement, we all collectively said, you know, we don't want this to be a male bashing time. And it was so powerful to have this room full of women standing up for the industry and for the people that they've worked with and for over the years, saying that is so not what we are here for, because there were rumblings. You know, there were people that didn't believe that we weren't that way, right? And so it was it was eye-opening and very um, affirming, and it made me want to sort of dig in and, and get way more involved. Mm, well, and I'm so happy you did and all the ladies that came. But I think, you know, you make such a good point, Debbie, as we started at such a tricky time when that Me Too was, oh my goodness, it was just not the popular time to be starting a women's movement in our industry, that's for sure. But we, our message of unity was from the beginning, right? And, and it was all about all of us coming together. So thank you for, for pointing that out. And really, some of this conversation too, um, Stephanie, I'm going to direct this at you because both of you in, in just talking to you right now, we're, we're talking about connections, right? More than just meeting people and networking or whatever. It's the connections you form. So um, basically, we're, we're hoping that through ECIA, through other industry associations, through Women Electronics, we can all form those connections we need to make the channel more successful. But really to... to um, get into just a little bit, because we have a couple more minutes here, Stephanie. Um, I want to find
find out just a little bit more about you personally, like your family, what you like to do, and just just to know your story a little bit so that you're not just a name out there that people see on emails and this and that. This is actually a real person. Um, So what is it about you, Stephanie? Like, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So, um, yeah, I had mentioned, you know, my background professionally is kind of more marketing and public relations, and I did that for many years. Um, but I also became a mom. So I now have three kids and they are all now full-time in school, which is wonderful. This is kind of how it's brought me to where I am now. So when I'm not working, you'll find me you know, cheering them on at soccer or football or going to ballet or whatever the case might be. Uh, we are big Disney people too. We go every year with the kids. We love traveling with them. So, um, you know, I'm one of those crazy people who have Mickey ears kind of hidden in my office somewhere, a <laughs> uh, big kid myself. So, yeah, that's kind of uh, me in a nutshell. Okay. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that about Disney because our new board member, Lenon Clark, and she was on our advisory council too. She is a um, a director at Chase Bank, and she's got the Disney ears. She's got the Disney purse. She got the Disney everything. It. She goes every week. Um, <laughs> to Disneyland. She loves it so much. So there's a lot of Disney fans out there. Um, but really, so Debbie, I'm going to turn it over to you too, just to ask you. So as, as Stephanie's building up and getting everything going at ECIA and doing her thing and making her mark, what are your plans going to be in retirement? <laughs> I think I'll sleep for about a month. And then, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, I I really am going to retire. I don't plan on hanging out for years and years. Um, I've got two children myself that are certainly grown and now a grandchild that I would like to spend some time with. And just, uh, I never had the luxury of being a stay-at-home mom. So I'd like to just have chunks of time that I'm not working. And, um, you know, but I... I do want to stay in touch with my industry friends. This this uh, group that I've met over the last 20 years has been incredibly supportive. I mean, many of you know my story, but, you know, it, it they got me through a really, really tough time in my life. And so I'm appreciative and forever grateful and just plan on uh, looking back fondly on all the exciting stuff I got to do when I was with ECIA and Nita. Mm, Debbie, that uh, just really, it's, it's, it makes me realize just if I think of all the relationships and all the people, it's really touching. It's, it's such an amazing industry and really what I would like Absolutely. to get. From, yes. And, and, and so here we have Stephanie, you know, taking over and then we have some actually, as we said, we have an industry crisis. We're trying to pull in more youth and say that there's some people that are just starting, (laughs) you imagine yourself way back when, Debbie, if you could look at yourself when you were first starting and you could be talking to your younger self and you could be giving that piece of mentorship advice, what would that be? Oh boy, that's a, that's a big ask. Um, You know, I would say to the, to the industry to constantly remember that there are a host of talented people out there that don't necessarily look like you and to reach out and be more inclusive. This is a great and generous industry. And, but as we say in the South, you know, bless their hearts. A lot of the guys just kind of don't get it sometimes 
that um, not everyone thinks and talks and acts like they do. And so there is a, a lot more talent out there that just needs some encouragement to come in and say, you know, the techie world can be intimidating. And there are so many careers within this industry that don't have to be a, a double E. Um, and, you know, how great is that? I mean, from accounting to marketing to technical, we cover the gamut. And so that's exciting. And I would hope that companies would take advantage of that and go out and, and recruit based on how in, how inclusive we can be. Mm, I love that. Recruit on how inclusive we can be. I'm going to quote you on that. Stephanie, what would you say? You know, if, if, I really appreciate what you just said, Debbie. So Stephanie, same thing, question for you. What is your message to talent coming into the industry? As Debbie said, we have it's this like a gamut. We have IT, marketing, we have salespeople, we have leaders, we have engineers, we have the full gamut in this industry. What is your insight to offer? What, what is it that you would say that you probably needed or need now? Um, but what would be your message? Sure. So I love that Debbie said, you know, the intimidation factor. I think that's huge, especially as a young, you know, woman graduating college or even man. I think that that can be really big. And I think that there's so many people in our industry that they don't necessarily fall into the electronics world because this is what I have a big passion for. You know, maybe there are, maybe there are some people, but certainly like on the association side of it, I never graduated college thinking this is where I'm going to wind up. Um, But I think, yeah, follow your gut and don't be so intimidated. And to Debbie's point, there's really, it's such a huge industry with so many different facets of job titles and, you know, everybody has something to bring to the table. So believe in yourself and follow your gut. Mm, I love that. Believing in yourself is huge for sure. Yeah. And it's the confidence. We always talk about that at Women Electronics, believe in yourself and it's the confidence. And now we actually are at a time where we, we can work for companies that align with our values. We're, We're actually getting to that time where you don't have to stay there for years and years and years anymore, where you're just really not valued. Um, so that would be another message too, is to just, like you said, believe in yourself and, um, Love the messages today. Is there any, um, as we're wrapping up this interview, any final party words um, for, for you, Debbie, as we're signing off with this interview? I'm, I'm definitely going to keep in touch and I want all those pictures of Zev and definitely, you know, you and I are going to keep in touch, but really, is there anything final, any final message that you have for the industry? I know you just gave us a, a mouthful and I appreciate that, but this is, you know, anything else? A big message is to get involved. There are so many opportunities. There's WE, there's ECIA, there's ERA. You know, if your company is a member of ERA or ECIA, you should be working on a committee. You should, and this goes from, you know, from the new hire up through, you know, top management, that there are your expertise is needed and your new viewpoint is needed. So get involved. And, you know, with WE, if your company isn't involved in one of those two associations with the industry associations, trade associations, then you should, you know, jump in and get involved with we, you know, that's an individual membership and inexpensive. 
I mean, for the training that we offer, it's such a bargain and it's the best way to learn what all is out there. Wow, Debbie, thank you so much. That's such a critical message and really, really important. Stephanie, any final words for you uh, before we sign off? Uh, no, I love that. I, to get involved is huge. Um, I think, yeah, make time for the meetings. I think it's really easy to have your schedule fill up with you know, various Zoom calls or whatever it is that you're working on. But these critical you know, meetings, associations, and groups, uh, they can only help what we're doing in the industry and, and our personal goals and our different roles that we're doing. So absolutely, I like to get involved too. All right. Well, I love that message as well. Stephanie, we look forward to working with you. Appreciate you very much. Uh, Debbie, we just love you. We're going to stay connected with you. And um, you have made the lives of so many women better just with your involvement, your support. Not all women support other women. A lot of them do. And a lot of women have a lot of learning to do in education. But you have been one of those champions that has been in a male-dominated industry, but you have offered that support and that help. Appreciate that so much about you, uh, Debbie. Thank you. Thank you for everything. Uh, Love you and uh, look forward to staying in touch and talking to you soon. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. You've been listening to another episode of Women in Electronics right here in Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net.